0: Cousins, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time
1: for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio.
2: Because so many times in life you will allow people's opinion to determine your future. No! God told me, (laughs) and as long as you hold on, that you know who you are, I'm a child of the most high God. I know what God has for me. I know where I'm going. Now, I can't get off course because, see, I don't have to worry about you because I already know what God told me. And Jesus says here, look, knowing that the Father put everything into his hands, meaning When I'm willing to submit, I'm submitting by choice, not by force, because I know who I am. We hope you're excited to hear
1: God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. God is doing something
2: All right, today we're gonna we're gonna delve into part two, part two, part two of my series called What Did Jesus Do? Now make sure before you leave you get a wristband. Make sure before you leave, if you did not get a wristband last week, make sure you get a wristband before you leave today. Uh, As I focus on part two, the least, the lost, and the left out, God gave me this word. And the sermon is entitled The Dirty Dozen. If you're old enough, there was a movie called The Dirty Dozen. and It was a a, a band of of military brothers, and these were the least, the lost, and the left out. And they gave them a mission impossible, but they had to choose people that no one really cared about. And I thought about Jesus choosing 12 men to change the world. None of them were perfect, but God can use the imperfect to manifest his will in any situation, in any circumstance, because he's God. So today, as we delve into this sermon on the dirty dozen, just think about all God has done for you. Amen? Today, today, we're going to be teaching and, and focusing on John chapter 13. John chapter 13. If you don't have your Bible, it will be on the screen for you. John chapter 13. John chapter 13. o, thank you, Father. First one says, now before the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come, and it was time for him to leave this world and return to the Father. Having greatly loved his own who were in the world, he loved them and continues. He loves them with his perfect love to the end. He continues. He loves. Amen. So God has shown his heart to us by how he gave. Uh, You will know how a person feels to you, but by what they're willing to give to you. My gift is a reflection of my heart to you. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus. So as I give things, it's a reflection of how I feel about a person or God. All right, verse 2. It was during supper when the devil had already put the thought of betraying Jesus in the heart of Judas. The devil put the thought. There was a song back in the day. Was it too short? My mind is playing tricks on me. the it, it a ghetto, boys. Yeah, ghetto. I, did I tell on myself? I'm still saved, y'all. I'm still saved. It's just a song. It's just a song. He said, my mind is playing. What I thought about was if... The devil could put a thought in Judas's mind. What's the likelihood he could put a thought in? You know, I don't know. For the most part, I'm saved 90% of the time. Look at your neighbor and say, That's a good number. You don't even start judging him because you know you're about 65, praise the Lord. <laughs> don't even start. Most of the time, can I, can I get any witnesses? Most of the time. But there's, there's, every, there's a window. Hmm, I might mm, praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus. So every now and then these thoughts pop in my mind. Anybody wake up happy that the dream was not true? Can I get a wave offering? <laughs> I done woke up a couple of times. Anybody woke up fighting with the pillow? <laughs> Anybody have a thought go through your mind and you know it's not God? It's so critical that you understand that these thoughts will go through your mind, but you have the responsibility to filter them. Uh, Just because a thought goes through your mind does not mean you have to attach yourself to the thought. The thought will come in, and you better deal with that thought. Because, see, you're married now. I don't know who that's for. <laughs> you say I got quiet. <laughs> How he know? Because, see, thoughts go through our mind. But we are responsible to filter these thoughts. Look what the Bible says about these thoughts. I like this because, see, this blessed me because sometimes in our faith walk, 2 Corinthians 10, look what it says. We use our powerful God tools. Stop. It's not powerful if you don't use it. The tool is the word. Okay. For smashing warped philosophies, tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God, fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure of life shaped by Christ. So what it means is when that nasty thought pops in your brain, put it through the filter of the Bible. Some fish you got to throw back. Not every thought you need to keep. Some thoughts you got to... Like if you have a heated fellowship with the person you love. Arguing, heated fellowship, however y'all go. And the thought comes in your mind. I'm finna leave. Go ahead, take the thought. Throw it away. Amen? Because see, it was in the act of emotion that you started to feel that you have to be mindful to not allow these loose thoughts to linger. Because loose thoughts lead to loose actions. And if I allow loose thoughts to linger long enough, it will give me the thought process to validate my loose behavior. Because what you'll do is you'll start to try to find scriptures to validate your foolishness. Brother come to me, tell my pastor. Abraham, the father of faith, ain't he? Yes. By the way, when anybody comes with foolishness, they ask the, the first couple questions are true, true but they're setting you up for some foolishness. Pastor, was Abraham the father of faith? I said, yes. Did Abraham sacrifice his son? I said, yes. He said, well, pastor, didn't Abraham had a side chick? Oh, don't get quiet. I don't know you. Her name was Hagar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, pastor, Abraham, the father of faith, could have a side chick. Why can't I, <laughs> brothers? Look straight ahead right now. Don't turn left or right. Just look straight ahead. This is not a time to say amen right now. <laughs> I said, brother. The Bible says to have uh, a man should have one wife. God bless you. To leave my office. But if you allow loose thoughts to linger, it will help you validate loose behavior. So you have to cast that thought out. Because if you don't and you let it linger, come on, let's be honest. If you think about it long enough, the devil has a way of having that thing show up. I'm going to talk to myself because y'all acting. If you think about it long enough, all of a sudden a text come in from somewhere. Mm. Back in my day, you get calls at certain times at night. I forgot what they're called. I I could tell by your response. You know what this call's been called. Look at your neighbor and say, do
1: you know what he's talking about?
2: You're sitting on it right now. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Pray for him. Pray for. Him. I need prayer. But I've learned if I allow loose thoughts, loose pictures, loose verbiage to last long enough, it manifests into loose actions, loose impulses. So you have to be very, you have to understand the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He is not your friend. Notice the Bible says he planted the thought in his mind. But this brother's mind wasn't strong enough to say, look, I got to evict you because I got no room for that. Oh, baby. Verse 3, that Jesus, knowing that the father had put everything into his hands and that he had come from God and was now returned to God. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you got to know this right now. Jesus understood where he came from, who he was, and where he was going. I'm going to say it again. Jesus understood where he came from, who he was, and where he was going. The reason why we need people to validate us is we don't know where we came from, we don't know who we are, and we don't know where we're going. See, I don't need you to say, good job. Why? Well, because why? I know who I am. See, I'm not looking for self-confidence from you. Why? Because mine came from God. Because see, I was fearfully and wonderfully made in God's image and God's likeness. I'm the head and not the tail. Guess what? I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed coming out. Guess what? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Guess what? I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus who strengthened me. Guess what? Yea though, I go through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil for he is with me. He'll never leave me nor forsake me. He's an ever-present help in a time of trouble. I'm more... See, See, if you know where you came from and you know who you are and you know where you're going, I divorce myself from the opinion of people because, see, I know who I am. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with
1: Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. Dr. Cousins will send you this audio compilation of prayers pulled right from the Word of God. So to give your gift today, simply visit our website at freshwindradio.com. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you a copy of his brand new book, The ABCs of Success. This brand new book unpacks the secrets of building success in your life by learning to survive every storm. This book can be yours today by logging onto our website and clicking the donate tab at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the word.
2: Many times when we're led astray, is because we're waiting for somebody to validate what God already told you. You don't need a co-signer. Jesus said it. I struggled with that for a season. Pastor, I didn't feel qualified to be a pastor. I don't say the name no more, but I didn't have a good college name hmm praise the Lord. See that, babe? Doing better. hmm Didn't say that. <laughs> but it wasn't a, a named, <laughs> praise the Lord. <sighs> but I, I've made up my mind that some of my friends that used to call, say, they said, but Jomo's a pastor? Not the same Jomo. He? But see, I can't allow the opinion of people to speak louder than what God told me. Because so many times in life, you will allow people's opinion to determine your future. No, God told me and as long as you hold on that you know who you are I'm a child of the most high God I know what God has for me I know where I'm going now I can't get off course because see I don't have to worry about you because I already know what God told me and Jesus says here look knowing that the father put everything into his hands meaning when I'm willing to submit I'm submitting by choice not by force because I know who I am. I don't care what degree you have. I don't care what rank you have. I don't care what title you have. When you come before God, you are a servant. He don't ask about how smart you are. He don't, no, you are a servant, and we are all the same at the foot of the cross. Right, right, right. He said he'd come. Look, he says, verse 3, that Jesus, knowing that the Father had put everything into his hands, and he had come from God, he had come from where? And now was returned to God. So he says, I know where I came from. I know who I am. And I know where I'm going. Brothers and sisters, you better get that in your spirit. Because see, the world will try to corrupt you. Warp your mind to where you don't even know your name. And then we want people to validate us because see we've been through some trying times in our life and when you were younger somebody said you weren't perfect and you weren't right and you didn't do this right and all of a sudden you allow that self image to to cement itself and now you grow up with self esteem issues well guess what you better get the word of God in your heart because see once you understand and that's why the Bible says be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind you got to make up your mind that you a bad mamma jammer you better make up your mind that favors on your life you better make up your mind that you are special. You got to make up in your mind that you are one of a kind and once you get this mentality in your spirit, you can't let no devil from hell steal your joy. For this joy I have, no man take away. Now some people will call you bold and crazy. They call me that all the time. I don't care about that because I've divorced myself from the opinion of people. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 4. The Bible says he got up from supper, took off his outer robe. Oh, yeah. So Jesus, he did a wardrobe transition. So he got his servant's robe. Praise the Lord. (laughs) And the Bible says Jesus got up, put on the servant's robe to wash the disciples' feet. A foot washer in the Bible was the lowest level. Now, with that being said, Jesus is about to wash the dirty dozen. Knowing that these jokers are about to desert him. Knowing Judas got 30 shikles of silver to sell him out. And I'm about to wash Judas's feet. Some of y'all would have hit Judas' toe, might have broke that pinky toe. He, he might have got to them, but he might. <laughs> he ain't going to get there fast. Huh? He's he going to remember this. This is going to be the hardest pedicure he ever had, ain't <laughs> Now, I, I, I go to this lady uh, called Jen. her name baby Jen? The, the lady that gave my pedicure, Jen. Jen. Shaman set me up as Lady Jen. She does does the pedicure thing. And, you know, 45 minutes, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm thinking, the time she puts, and notice your feet are the furthest away from your nose. I was going to do a demonstration of foot washing today, but I said, I don't know what I'm going to run into. No, I'm good. Praise the Lord. Keep your stuff in your shoe in the name of Jesus. Some of y'all know. Raise your hand if you know somebody got stank feet. Raise your hand if they're next to you. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Some of y'all got your hand raised up high. <laughs> Don't let her take her shoes off. Stop. <laughs> Pray for me. So Jesus washes... 12 men feet. Now, why do they have to wash their feet? Because in Bible times, they didn't have asphalt. They had dirt roads, and they wore sandals. So you had a whole bunch of dust on your feet. And Jesus gets down and starts to wash their feet. I wonder how many times Jesus has to keep washing us. You know, at some point, my babies... um, all three of them, I got up last night. They just kept knocking on the door. You know, when the door's locked, anyway, let me leave that alone. So, Josiah said, you know, why are you always locking the door? Let me in. <laughs> and he knocked, he said, I said, who is it? It's Josiah. <laughs> he said, don't worry, I got a key. So we took all the keys out the house. So, homeboy got a hammer and a screwdriver. And start, hey, eight years old, y'all. Hey, so I go outside, the whole hole where the key thing is gone. So nobody can get in now. I said, perfect. See how the Lord works? All things working together for my good. So I went out last night and, uh, Jomo had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with all the jelly on the plate because he put too much jelly on the sandwich. So all the jelly squeezed out the side. I said, why you put all the jelly? Because I want a lot of jelly, whatever. And he pushed that jelly plate in the trash in of my office, not the kitchen trash, the office trash. So, you know, that attracts. I go in the back room. Josiah got everything everywhere. Go to Jemiah everywhere. So I started cleaning up. And I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning. Then, then I, one of my kids had a little issue, so I said, let's take a bath. This is 1 o'clock in the morning, and I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning. And then I started getting frustrated. I said, slow down, Jay. Don't go there. Don't go there. And I, and I thought, how God, 24-7, is cleaned up us us out of our mess. You know, some of y'all right now should have AIDS, gonorrhea Some of y'all should have about 15 babies. But the only reason that didn't happen was grace. Let's be real. Some of us should be locked up right now as we sit in church.